Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. Yo, everybody, and welcome back once again to Simpsons is Greater Than, a Simpsons podcast where I will go out of my way. I will seriously, oh, we will go out of our way. We'll bend over backwards to tie anything and everything to the Simpsons. As always, I'm your host, Warren, better known to some of you as Bart of Darkness. You might know me from my Simpsons collection over on Instagram or just the internet. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great if you want to. But if not, when you're done with this episode, do me a favor, go check it out. We will feel closer. I will feel closer to you. You'll feel closer to me. Everyone will feel closer and it'll be fantastic. But as always, it's not just me here today. I am joined by my main man, Brandon Withrow. What's up, Brandon? Yo, speaking of close, I mean, we're like physically close right now physically close we're in the same room we are in the same room brandon um we we were able to record two episodes in well one episode and now a second one it's amazing in person it's amazing i mean i you know i'm looking away from the screen for a change and i'm looking at brandon in person it's shocking it's shocking it's a crazy just thing. Uncomfortable eye contact the whole time. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is such a cool thing to be able to finally uh, record t- together. You know, this has been nice. I mean, we've we've hung out so many times uh, in the last. You know, since our friendship blossomed, uh, but we have not been able to do enough of this. And it's really nice to to get in the room. Uh, we're sitting in the collection room once again. Uh, it's sort of our little makeshift uh, recording setup. And uh, it's just really nice. Uh, it's nice to be able to uh, sit across from Brandon. Uh, so tell me, Brandon, you're in Florida. This is not where you live. Um, any cool bird stories? I mean, that's what the people really want to know. Like, what, oh, what's... <laughs> I will turn this into a bird podcast <laughs> Please. really quick. I mean, it's been great. You know, for those that don't know, I, uh, I like he said, I don't live here in Florida. But my wife and I like to come down here to look at birds. Uh, Florida is a great place for birds. And uh, we've we've seen seventy six species of birds. Seventy six, yeah, seventy six, which is a new record for us. We track them all. There's an app called eBird. If you're a budding birder, if you're interested <laughs> in birds, it's great, man. eBird has everything that you want. It's like Pokemon, but for birds. You can mark down the birds you've seen when you've seen them. You can see other birds that people have seen, and then go go on the hunt. It's been good crazy yeah. we've seen some some new lifers which is always fun but actually the most exciting has been um some like pretty regular birds that we've seen saw uh, a flock of american robins which is really rare because they're usually pretty solitary whoa and we ran across a bunch of them it was it was pretty cool yeah so so that's what, what's the most um <laughs> what what is the did you cross any new ones off the list? Like, what's the strangest bird you saw? Oh, yeah, we definitely crossed some new ones off the list. Tell me about uh, that. We saw the the Swamp Sparrow. Okay. Which is pretty good. What What is interesting about the Swamp Sparrow? This is, like, genuinely interesting to me. This is not just for the podcast. I, I don't know why I don't talk to Brandon more about this in his everyday life, but I, mean, I would like to. Bird, it's literally all I ever want to talk about is birds. <laughs> and then the Simpsons yeah, is yeah, a of close course. second. Of course, close yeah, second, yeah, yeah. Which makes me the most like Lisa Simpson. It's true. I think that Lisa would be a birder. She would. Has she ever birded? 
you know, you got to think uh, she has uh, before. I mean, I would assume, even if we don't I know about it, like, I believe that canonically she has to. I, I feel like I can see it in my mind in an episode where it's like, there's just a moment where she's birding. Oh, I think I'm thinking about um, uh, when they when they when they move to Cypress Creek. You're, you're thinking of the of the chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. You, you are, are so articulated. So articulated. Uh, Hi, Mr. Al. I mean, every everyone listening knows uh, Brandon gets everything about eighty percent correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, that's true, fine. True. You know, it's like Cypress it's, Creek. It's it's one of the most charming things about it. That's fantastic. <laughs> Except for when it comes to birds, I'm dead on. That's true. That is so true. I mean, that is you know, and that's why I ask because. Brandon uh, is interesting in a lot of ways. Uh, the, you know, some of it you've heard about on this podcast. Some of it you guys have not. But Brandon is one of the most interesting people I know uh, to a point Shucks. that I uh, kind of think that uh, some of it is a lie. Uh, it's it's honestly like to a point where I'm not sure it's real. Um, I'm just gaslighting you. Yeah, you know, and if it is fake, Brandon is is a genius because. Uh, if, if these, these stories are too interesting to be fake. So, uh, over the course of this podcast, I'm sure you all will hear more and more of these stories, but, uh, you know, uh, this is not bullshit. Brandon is, uh, one in a million. No, no. What my, my long-term plan is to make you think I'm interesting. And then when you get me on the air, I'm going to be like, that wasn't real. What that you wasn't real. You made that up. That's, that's so weird. Well, before we move on, tell me what is interesting about the Swamp Sparrow? Oh man. This, well, the Swamp Sparrow, like when it comes to, there's a, when you get into birding, you know, you most people start because they see like a crane or a heron or a hawk. Hawks are really hard because there's just a thousand different morphs, but that's a whole other story. And then you inevitably get into the smaller birds. And like we always joke when before you start birding, you think there's only four kinds of birds. There's a big bird, a small bird, a brown bird and a blue bird. That's <laughs> it, you know. And then you start to get into the warblers and the, the sparrows. And there's just um, there's just so many of them they're really hard to spot because they usually are low swamp spare is really interesting because it is in a swamp you know they they tend to like stay really low and they live in this kind of like impossible environment you know they're chilling with alligators they're also just really really pretty it's like um if wes anderson were to design a bird <laughs> i mean it's like dressed up in corduroy it's got it's got some yellow popping off oh my on God. it little eyebrow stripe it's they're a really beautiful little bird. Amazing. Shoot. Everyone, pull your car over, Google Swamp Sparrow. Yeah. It's or a, do it while you drive if you're the adventurous just, type. Just I mean, do you know. While you're driving. If, if you're on if you're on like some old country road and you're not gonna kill someone, go ahead and just, you know. Yeah. Or ask Siri to do it for you. That's fine. She'll, <laughs> she'll pull it up. No, I, I sincerely find that extremely interesting. So, you know, uh, there's some birds for you guys to Google. Yeah. Google Brandon saw birds. 76 new birds. Seven well, not all new, just 76 for this year. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. But that's, we did see some new ones. That's amazing. Well, I'm, you know, I'm glad, Brandon. You know, that's that's why, you know, that's that's why Florida is here for you uh, yeah. in January. So you can see and a lot birds. of people don't realize there's so much great hiking in Florida too. Just like beautiful. There's a whole other side of Florida. I posted some videos of one of the hikes we went on, and a bunch of people messaged me like, "Are you in Costa Rica?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just in Florida. Hey, Florida. I will not apologize for a lot of things about Florida, but uh, it's uh. It's a very unique place. It is a unique place. That's, we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. I, I love <laughs> a lot of things about it. hate a lot of things about it. Uh, we, will, we will leave it at that. I think you can all assume what I'm talking about. But um, So before we get too into this episode, you guys are you know used to this by now, but I want to let you all know that this episode, as well as the last several, has been brought to you by Brandywine Coffee Roasters. Right now, I'm drinking this delicious natural from Honduras, as well as Brandon. We just had a delicious cup. So uh, the notes are mixed berry pie, nougat, grapefruit, 
And, you know, one thing I wanted to sort of point out as we uh, read this ad, uh, you know, I, I've met some people over the last, you know, since we've been doing the sponsorship that are a little unsure uh, what those tasting notes mean. Um, and and I, I've seen some people that are like, oh, does it really taste like pie? Um, to those that are not as used to buying this kind of coffee, what that really means is these are the, this is the flavor profile that it is reminiscent of. Like you, you know, and sometimes they're sort of implanted in your brain. Like if you see it on the packaging, like if you see it on the packaging, you're probably going to believe it. Um, but you can actually taste these things um, when when the people making the notes know what they're doing. So you do get a lot of fruit. You, you do get this sort of like sweet, uh, you know, nougaty note. You even get some acidity like a grapefruit. So it, it's there, although it might not be, you know, it's not going to taste like a piece of candy. Um, necessarily, but those notes are there. So for those that are just now getting into coffee, that's why we do this sponsorship. You know, uh, that's what those things mean. If you like those things that are in the tasting notes, then that coffee is probably going to be a profile that you enjoy. I mean, that makes sense, right, Brandon? Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. I, I, I think it's also like a matter of, you know, it's like you're listening more. You're yeah. starting to pay attention to those things. Yeah. The more you pay attention, the more, the more you find in there. Yeah, totally. And I, and I just, you know, so I, I want to take, because we're also here to educate, you know, and I know that you're probably listening for the Simpsons and not for the coffee, obviously, but Brandywine is a great company and they make great coffee. So I want you to understand what that means. Go get yourself some. And if you want to get yourself some, here's the, here's the good part. Uh, you're going to use the code darkness at checkout at brandywinecoffeeroasters.com and you're going to save 10%, Brandon. 10%. 10% uh, on your order. So you know, when you're buying coffee, that goes a long way. Go get a discount. Brandywinecoffeeroasters.com. Use the code darkness. Isn't that nice? Still That's nice. That code. Darkness. Uh, come on. It's great. Um, it sounds cool. Uh, we love cool things. Um, you know, I'll just run this off as always by my book. If you haven't, uh, it is now February and, uh, I'm sure there's still some people that are like, you know, waiting for more reviews to come in, uh, to buy the book, but there's some reviews on the Amazon page. There's a few on Goodreads. If you did buy the book and you bought it from Amazon, I would love a review. Go leave a review on there. That that helps us get seen, just like the podcast in that way. Uh, or if you bought it from somewhere else, go leave a review on Goodreads and let us know what you think of it. So go grab the book. The link, as always, is in the description of the episode. So uh, what are we talking about today, Brandon? Well, before we get to that, I want to say... Because of your book, I have a checklist now. Oh my god! And I just—I—I I know I already messaged you about it, but I want to say it on here. I was thrifting, went I was at a vintage store, and I found a Marge Simpson from the uh, Burger King yes. collection. Yes, and it was still sealed. I'm actually lo looking at one right now. Yeah, you are. And uh, I got it. And I'm not saying I'm coming for you, Warren, but I have a collection <laughs> now. Like I'm taking. Over. I mean, you know, if there's one thing I believe about Brandon after all the lies, um, <laughs> it's that he can actually uh, find a way to to have a bigger collection than me. Yeah, I actually do believe that you can do it's that. It's not that it's going to be bigger. It's just going to be better. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're going for quality, not quantity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Brandon, remember we were in person and I do have a knife, uh, <laughs> just like last time. So, uh no, but that's awesome. And, and I hope that that is, serves as that for a lot of you. I mean, obviously, you know, I could have talked about so many more things that I couldn't fit in the book, but there's a lot in there that I'm assuming some of you have never seen. And I would love for you to, you know, get that in your collection. Use the book as sort of a checklist for that and find find some cool stuff. Um, 
Brandon, what are we doing today? What are we talking about? Oh man, what are let me let me Google it. Let's see. What are we doing today? <laughs> oh, that's right. We're oh. we're gonna be Googling some stuff. Man, look at that segue from Brandon. Nice. We so you know, we did an episode a few months ago uh where we looked up the most Googled questions about the family. And I think we even did a couple people beyond the family uh to round it out. Maybe we did like grandpa. I can't remember. I can't I feel like there was more than just the five that we did last time, but I find that to be really interesting because I'm always curious. Um, you know, there's this thing that I think uh, people like me joke about a lot. And sometimes people will ask you, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. You know, people say there's no dumb questions. There's dumb questions. And sometimes people ask you a question and your first thought is, you know, I mean, you could find the answer to the Like, you know, Google um, is going to, you know, they're going to take over the planet anyway. Uh, or they're going to be one of many to take over the planet. You might as well give in to them now. And um, we've heard Brandon say in the past that he does, he uses some other uh, cute little search engine that, <laughs> that no one's ever heard of. But Duck, duck, go. <laughs> duck, duck, go. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's because there's a bird in there. Let's be honest. It's um, true. It's true. <laughs> Actually, all of my, you can only ask bird questions to oh Duck, Oh my duck, go. God, come on. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, but most people, you, you can find the answer. If you really want to find it, it's there. Uh, and so... Google is one of those things where I like to know what people are asking about, you know, the Simpsons, because as I say in the intro, I will make anything about the Simpsons if possible. Um, and this is just another example of that. This is like, this is kind of a hip thing, Brandon, you know, we're, we're, we're trendy on this podcast, we're you know, leading edge. you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to follow. I mean, this is what they're doing over on TikTok. I think, you know, they're doing <laughs> stuff like this, right? This is like what happens. Um, get the robo DJ. Yeah. How about those fools in Washington? <laughs> How does it stay accurate like that? <laughs> what a bunch of clowns. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're, but I do think this is a fun exercise. I like seeing, you know, what is automatically triggered by these searches about some of our favorite people from Springfield outside of the family. So we're going to talk about 10 of them today. I mean, if, yeah. if any jump to mind over the course of making, uh, the, or over the course of finishing the list and well, we might do a couple extra, but we're going to see what, uh, what is, uh, you know, the tip top of the search for these we're, people. We're going to tap in to like the collective subconscious. Yeah. It's going to be good. Exactly. That's great. So we're going to start with Krusty the Clown because I see no uh, better lead off. Uh, while he's not a member of the family, he does kind of feel attached to the family. So when I type in, why does Krusty? Uh, Brandon, why don't you, we'll take turns. Why don't you read that first one? I mean, the first one is, I feel like pretty, pretty obvious. Why does Krusty look like Homer? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is actually kind of perfect that it's the first result because, you know, some of us know the answer. Some of us probably don't. I'm assuming based on the audience of this podcast, most of you know, but for those that don't, uh, maybe you're just getting into the show. Uh, in the beginning, there was a, there was this thread of an idea that they were going to make Krusty actually be Homer. So the joke was that Bart hates his father, but he looks up to Krusty. And so, uh, you know, it's like a play on, well, he hates his dad, but he actually admires his dad because he doesn't know it's his dad or, you know, whatever. Um, and this was, you know, like a lot of things in the first season, this was like an early thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that they abandoned that idea. Yeah. That, cause that there's such a timeline on that. They can't keep that up forever. You know, it would be, uh, it, it's, it's an interesting idea, but they can't miss his doubt fire forever. No, no, no. That That's definitely an idea for a show that doesn't think it's going to last for 34 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's how that goes. Or 30, 
35 years. Jesus. Um, so that's, you know, that's much like the Marge bunny ears thing. Yeah. Um, these were just early cute ideas for what they thought <laughs> was a show that might have like a season or two. Um, and in that small bubble, it's kind of a funny idea. It is. I mean, it's a funny idea regardless, but it's, it's not a bad idea, but I'm glad that they, I they wonder, did. and maybe, you know, um, did they ever like, I wonder if there was a pitch for an episode that was going to reveal this to the audience. And oh. maybe that was the moment they decided this isn't going to work, you know, because like so many aspects of the show collapse pretty immediately right. after that. Well, you know, it seems to me like it would fall apart once Bart realized that his dad wasn't home at the same time that he's watching Krusty. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you know, Bart see him in Superman at the same time. Exactly. Bart <laughs> is smart. I, you know, he would figure that out. And I know this idea was so early. They didn't actually, I mean, Bart's personality wasn't even fully developed yet. So I'm not saying it's like dumb. Yeah. Uh, but it is like, you know, it's a good, it's a good call to get rid of that. Yeah. I, I also don't think that it's in Homer's personality to keep a ruse like that up. I no. Mean, Homer can't keep any sort of ruse up. No, he would come home with like his red, you know, he'd come home with his <laughs> nose on day one and it's over the whole thing. And, and also why would it even be like a secret? Yeah. There'd be no reason for him to keep it a secret Absolutely. from the family. So I, you got to think that that's the question. That was asked in the writer's room and they were like, oh, that is stupid. Yeah. Because yeah. like there'd be no, re- it's not like he's, he's not a superhero. He could tell his son that he's crusty. Um, so yeah, there, that's, that's the real reason. Like, is he keeping it from Marge? Yeah. Like why? That, that doesn't make any sense. And also I don't want to really know a Homer that doesn't work in Sector 7G. I mean, I'm just, I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that is Homer to me. Uh, I guess if he was crusty, that would be my Homer also. But though I do go. think that the seed of that uh, that idea has led to a lot of great episodes of totally. Homer moonlighting in various aspects, and totally. that's always really funny because you just can't can't keep it together. And, and you know, they make this joke later on. I mean, in Homie the Clown, where he literally yeah. becomes like a regional crusty <laughs> in that's one it. of my favorite I'm episodes. Going to ever. clown college. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, Mr. Billboard. Um, so that's that's really wonderful. I love that that is, you know, I like that it's the origin, even though it didn't work out. So there you go. Um, so the next one is just the same thing, but for Reddit. And I'm yeah. sure that could be a whole episode. Um, the next one is why. Oh, no, it's the same thing. Why do Krusty and Homer look alike? The next one is why is Krusty face white? Why is Krusty face white? Um, <laughs> so this is actually something that I've experienced online that makes people mad. Um, because originally it's a joke. There's a joke about it not being makeup. Yeah. And later on it it is makeup and he's able to wash, you know, wash it off. And that lack of continuity as always bothers some people. Um, do I understand? Yes, of course. Do I expect a show to be able to a cartoon an animated show to be able to really stick to continuity for 35 years? No, I do not. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you all know me. I'm apologetic for the writers. I understand that being in a box uh, with a show this, that's been on this long is really hard. So, uh, but that that does bother some people. The short answer is, uh, whichever one you prefer, I guess, it's it's either makeup or he's a clown. <laughs> I, though I do love that um you know when when Krusty goes he's missing. a clown isn't he? <laughs> he's he's a, he's a clown he's just a natural born clown yeah you know <laughs> I do love that gag uh in when Krusty goes missing and he has painted his face yellow and he washes the paint off to reveal the clown underneath yeah. that's such a great gag it's so good uh so that's that's a good one but um you know not not too much to say there I I think you know 
And, and also the makeup joke is like a one-off joke. Yeah. Um, it, I think most people just assume that it's, it's makeup. He's a clown. But I love that someone was like, wait, why is, why is his face white? <laughs> um, there we go. What's the next one, Brandon? Um, well, it seems like the rest of these aren't related to oh, Krusty wow. the Clown. It's Krusty Crab, which is another anime. Oh, there is show. one. There is one towards the oh. bottom. Why is Krusty Jewish? Um, he was born that he way. He was born that way. <laughs> you know, let's see what happens. Let me, let me, let me specify Krusty the Clown. There we go. There we go. Oh, does Krusty the Clown have a daughter? He does. And we see her in a few episodes. Um, you know, if, if there's one thing I will say <laughs> about the show and I love it, but I also sometimes roll my eyes about it. It's that they feel the need to make certain family members all look the same. Mm. And Krusty's daughter, I mean, I guess it is his daughter. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I, I they don't acknowledge, she... they don't acknowledge that not everyone looks like their parents. Um, <laughs> but, but she has like the same color <laughs> hair, uh, which is, you know, you would assume is either a wig or dye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she has a red nose. Yeah. But no, but. Her, his daughter has the same color hair. And it's like, I always assumed that was dye uh, or, you know, again, a wig. So it is kind of bizarre, but I guess it's just like a is visual clue. Also, white toned skin? No, she is not. No, she is not. Which I think settles the face uh, paint uh, issue that some people have. But um, I'm blanking on her name right now. Her name is Sophie. I didn't have to look that up at all. That's not what I did. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. Her hair is kind of a, like a call back to his dad's hair. You know, fair. That big, that is fair. A big triangle of hair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool, but yes, he does have a daughter. Also, what a strange question to ask if you haven't seen the episode. <laughs> um, the next one is, does Krusty the clown die? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he pretends to he definitely fakes his own death. He fakes his that own death to collect sure. on the insurance, but, um. Or I guess <laughs> I guess he tries to do that, and then also ensures uh, Roy B. Bellows' yeah, uh, yeah. life as well. So. Is this a uh, is this like a Paul McCartney? Isn't the original Paul McCartney question? Oh, like, yeah, maybe maybe Krusty did die. And yeah, we have a fake Krusty now. There's you know, it would have been a funny gag if they would have. Well, no, because people would have gotten mad about it. I don't think any of you listening would have gotten mad about it, but I know the internet would have. I was gonna say. They could have done an episode where it turns out Homer actually used to be like a, a regional crusty when he yeah. was younger. And that's another reason he, you know, whatever, but forget I even said that there's someone right now that's like, Oh, I hate the Simpsons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next one, Brandon? Let's see. Uh, what does Krusty the clown say? He says, Hey, 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 Hey. Uh, I mean, he says a lot of things, yeah. but uh, the thing I think about, this is like the most quintessential crusty to me is when Lisa is recording the lines for her doll, the Lisa Lionheart doll, <laughs> and Krusty busts in and says, he's just like, hey, hey, it's Sideshow Mel. Again, hey, hey, it's Sideshow Mel. Side he does it like Sideshow Mel. He does it a couple of times, and then he's like, learn from a professional kid, and he leaves. And the guy's like, all right, Krusty, we're about ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> the sound um, engineer is just putting the tape on the thing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, Krusty, we're just about ready to, oh. Uh, I love that so much. So that's, I mean, that that's crusty. That's like the moment that pops into my brain when I read this question. Crusty's such a great character. He's the oh best. Uh, he is top. I mean, top ten easy. Uh, in fact, if you go listen to the top one hundred characters, <laughs> hey. he's pretty high up there. Um, what happened 
to Krusty the Clown. Yeah, these next two, well, I guess not these. This, this what happened and did he die? Is there a, is there like an alternate universe? Out there? I, I guess don't know so. About? These are, these are strange questions that I have no real thoughts on. Uh, yeah, like Brandon said, who is Krusty the Clown? Who is Krusty the Clown? Uh, I mean, he's, uh, this, this last one I love though. This is such a classic Google <laughs> autocomplete. How much is Krusty the Clown worth? <laughs> I, let's see what so happens let's when we click Forbes.com. Let's, let's see what we out. got. What is the estimated net worth of Krusty the Clown? It says um, 300 million. <laughs> well, about 8 million if you only count Krusty's restaurant chains. Oh my God. I guess it also depends on the timeline of the show. Because there is that episode where he like almost goes bankrupt from eating yeah. ostrich eggs. I mean, not if, Fabergé eggs. There you go. Nice, Brandon. <laughs> I love seeing you come back around. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess... Um, you know, um, he has a huge house at one point, he so he's probably worth a lot of money. So there we go. Uh, but that is crusty. I mean, that's some, a solid list of questions there. That's good. Um, you want to do comic book guy next? Yeah, Brandon? Let's do comic book guy. Why does, why does comic book guy. <laughs> Top one. <laughs> why is comic book guy fat? Um, I mean, Cheetos. Cheetos. I mean, my man, he he loves a good meal. Yeah, um, he loves a good meal. He spent, well, <laughs> he's, Ooh, I wasted my life. He spends a lot of time uh, on the, on the computer. Um, I guess that's the implication of yeah. his character. You know, he, he's not a super active guy, um, but there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's living his best life. That's right. He, he, you know, we see him, he, he has meaningful relationships Throughout the show, yeah, uh, he seems pretty miserable, but sometimes he seems happy. So who cares? There you go. Does comic book guy have a kid? Um, yes. Does Wait, he? Wait. Yeah. Okay. Before before this goes any further, I just want everyone to know that when we talk about this on on a podcast, you ne- like I say all the time. You never forget more things than when you're being recorded. <laughs> My That's initial true. thought, never had a child. Okay, I didn't think so. I was, I was, you, you, you want to make sure you're not misremembering. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, so the answer to that is no. Uh, I'm watching you as you type these. There's all kinds of wild stuff coming That's up. That's very strange. Um, so no, he does not have a kid uh, that we know about anyway. Does comic book guy have a name? <laughs> you know, it's wild. I actually don't know this one. It's Jeffrey Albertson. What? Yeah. Jeffrey or, Albertson. Um, which is, you know. Um, when did I, they give that to him? Ah, man. For the longest time. It keeps erasing my questions. I love that. Uh, there's an instance where they like name him for the first time. And I don't remember when it is. Let's look. I mean, we're, we're on Google. Um, oh. Oh, and, and three men in a comic, comic book. book. So there you what? go. Oh, no, that's um, when he first appeared. Oh. Yeah. Is that really when he first appeared? Yeah, I guess so. Jeez. Oh, that episode happened a lot earlier than I thought. You know. He has an IQ of 170. Wow. We're just cruising the Wikipedia. And yeah, you know, I'm right I, I'm curious about this, uh, when the, or the origin of his name. Maybe that's too oh, much to is. look there up for is. this bike. Where is it? Right there. Uh, oh, here we go. Gag. A long-running gag on the show was never was never to reveal the character's name with other characters referring to him as comic book guy. The writers had intended to name the character as early as his first episode, but they could not think of a name for him, and they called him comic book guy, 
with the intention of naming the character the next time they used him. However, they continu- they continually procrastinated. Finally, in 2005, in Homer and Ned's Hail Mary Pass, comic book guy nonchalantly tells Ned Flanders, my name is Jeff Albertson, but everyone calls me comic book. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Oh, it said that uh, Al Jean remarked this was specifically done to make people mad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, um, I'm very pro Al Jean. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think uh, he's been involved with the show for so long and he's had to put up with so much, you know, negativity from people. You know, I think about how frustrated like I get uh, when people are super negative about the show for no reason. So imagine you actually work on the show. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I know uh, Al is guilty of like being a little bit spiteful, and I think that's kind of cool. I'm well, gonna be I, honest with you. All. I mean, that's kind of like the spirit of The Simpsons is that it pokes back. Yes, you know. Yes. So that's you know, there you go. Didn't I didn't intend to actually answer the question so profoundly, but here we are. Uh, no. people really want to know about him having a child. Yeah. Uh, does comic book guy have a child? Do comic book guy and Kamiko have a baby? Uh, no, they don't. We just, we just confirmed that. Uh, and then who is oh, comic book guy based on? So they claim that he's based on, uh, Matt Groening. Really? <laughs> like oh, their initial God. idea of him, um, you know, just sort of being like particular and like kind of a nerd. They say that he's kind of based on, on Matt Groening, but I think he got, I think he's quite different, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe in their initial uh, intention for him, that was a little, I more think true. like all the characters, you know, they started off being based off of somebody, you know, I mean, right. early Homer's very like Walter Matthau totally. and all that. And then they, they kind of evolve into the, the character they're supposed totally. to be. Totally. And I also, this is not about comic book guy, but I love, <laughs> I just love the wording of this question. Why comic books are popular. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it's not that weird when you don't say it in a dumb way like me. I guess there's no, like, it is a weird, it's like, it's, it's oddly worded, right? It's also a weird question. Like, how do you answer that question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why is Coca-Cola popular? It's we- yeah, it's is- weird to ask why something is popular. Like clearly because people, people like it, like it, it that's appeals the, to people. That's the answer. Um, the answer so is the question. The answer is the question. Um, all right, Brandon. I'm excited for this one. We're going to move on. Ned Flanders. Why don't you read that first one for oh, me? Th- we got this a lot last time we did this. Uh, why does Ned Flanders sound different? Hey, uh, I, I want all of you to record yourself uh, doing a character every day for the next 30 years, years. and then listen back and tell me if you sound exactly the same uh, in 35 years. (laughs) I don't even sound the same that I did last week. (laughs) No, I probably don't sound the same as I did on episode one of this podcast. Probably don't. Because you get used to talking on a mic. Uh, I used to try to be way too cool with the intro. I used to try to hit like a little, yo, like I would like try to, (laughs) I I used to be so chill with the intro and I like, uh, you You were doing a little Keanu there? Yeah, I don't know what I was doing, but it was different. Um, surfer. and I think I was just trying to, I was trying to be real chill, uh, about it. And, uh, you know, so it, you, oh, you, you start to pick apart your own voice. Yeah. Um, and I have personally, I don't outsource this stuff. Everybody I've personally edited every episode of the show. And even I've noticed a difference, uh, in the way that I talk on the podcast once I got comfortable, that's just part of it, you yeah. know? So, you know, I'm sure you do, you know, 
Henry's doing that voice for so long, he's getting older. Vocal cords change. They do. I mean, who knows? Like maybe, maybe he's drinking more coffee these days or maybe, he, you know, used to smoke. I mean, who knows uh, why your voice changes, but it is still Henry. It's still fantastic. It's still great. The question should be, why is Ned Flanders still great? Here's what I will say also, and I think we might have talked about this last time. I think a lot of it, too, is the quality of recording. Yeah. There, there is something to be said about the more equipment catches up and gets better and gets easier to use. Um, I mean, if you listen to older episodes of The Simpsons, this is something I find very interesting. If you watch early seasons with headphones in, you'll hear like the room. Mm, yeah. Like you, you will literally hear like almost like, you know, it's not a loud sound, but anyone who's ever recorded anything knows there's like a, there's a sound a that a room sound. has and you can edit that out. And you know, technology has made that very easily easy to edit out. Now I do it for every episode. Um, but back then maybe not. And maybe also headphones weren't a big thing. No one's watching it with headphones in. So they didn't care. Yeah. Um, so things just change. I mean, microphones get better. Things get clearer. Maybe there was something to be said about the, you know, the early microphones. Maybe their voices sound that way because of the technology. So I, that's something that I think about a lot. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, like also recording on tape, recording analog versus digital. It's a lot, a lot that changes things. And also it's been 35 years. 35 years. It's amazing. There's also a, a jet flying overhead. So if you guys hear that in the episode, I'm not editing it out because I'm not sure I can. <laughs> that's just that's just my my brain leaving. Yeah, it's just my brain. Le- I mean, I you know I I try to edit stuff like that out, and you usually can, but this thing is like right above yeah, my is, house. Is Holy that shit! Jet coming for us? Yeah, I guess so. Should we like uh, hunker down? Yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> you never know these days. Um, I so like this next one. The next one's good. Why does Ned Flanders say diddly? <laughs> Because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wonder, uh, I don't know if there is an actual reason or like why they were inspired to do that. But but I'm just going to, you know, I don't want to click on this question because I want to, I want my brain to just believe that it was just something Henry did for like a nerdy Christian neighbor. And uh, it just stuck because he is one of my favorite characters. That is amazing. You also can't have doodly without diddly. No. And you need both of them, you know? So it's like salt and pepper, diddly doodly. Most things have to be based on something. There has to be some guy that they knew or that they had met who had this like really bizarre, you know, everyone's (laughs) kind of met like a Ned. Everyone's kind of met like a guy that just always has like some little phrase that they say or they have like some sort of, their demeanor is just built for everything's kind of a bit, you know, like, Oh, well, you know, they used to say there's more than one way to skin a cat or everyone has like these, like they know these people that just have, yeah. It's almost, it's almost like a, like plaster, you know, social plaster. You just like smooth over all the cracks with a diddly or a doodly there. Of course we all know like the reason Ned does it is because he is dealing with his suppressed rage to his parents, which is the next question. Is the next question. Why does Ned Flanders, Hate his parents. Because they're lousy beatniks. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is all, you know, I cannot think of a funnier origin for Ned. And uh, Hurricane Nettie is like. I love that episode. You know, Brandon, I'm just going to say it right now. We're doing it. That's a, We're going to do a deep dive on that. That's going to be one of, one of the next episodes. All time 
Um, I think when I first came on this podcast, you asked me favorite episodes and Hurricane Nettie was, or you, it was, the question was, what shows would I show somebody that hadn't, what episodes would I show? Hurricane Nettie is fucking, it's so good. And this, you know, this is an episode that comes up often on this podcast. So I think we just need to, that needs to be set in stone. We're going to yeah. do a deep dive. I don't know if it'll be the next episode. Brandon's got to get back home, but we're going to do that. That's, uh, you know, I've said multiple times that one of my most quoted things from the show is load bearing poster. Uh, <laughs> so whole sequence is so good. Unbelievable. It's one of the best <laughs> things in the entire show. So we're, we are going to do that. Um, and we will dig more into all of that, but that is, you know, he hates his parents because they didn't, I mean, the implication is that they didn't, know how to be parents. So they didn't teach yeah. him anything. So he had to like, we tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. He, yeah. Like you gotta, you know, he had all this frustration from childhood because no one really taught. And that, I guess you could say that's why he's kind of strange also. So that's like a whole, that's a, a nuanced thing that I find interesting, but you know, it's, it's a perfect origin for him. It makes him even funnier. So yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> why does Ned Flanders look so young? Brandon, what do you, what do you think is the answer to that? Stupid, sexy Flanders. You know, what do you think? Why do you I think mean, he looks so young? It, it ties into also the next question, which is why does Homer hate Ned Flanders? Ned Flanders is this guy that like, he has everything, Yeah, you know, he, he looks young. He's in good shape. He's got like the perfectly well-adjusted family. What does he? Know? What does he say about Maude? He says your wife's butt is nicer than my <laughs> wife's butt. Or so, <laughs> your beer comes from further away. Or does mine. he say harder? He says it's like a weird word. He's like your wife's butt is something. I, I don't know why I'm yeah, blanking on that. Very but strange. It's, it's a. Round, it's like a strange it's rounder. Something like that. It's something. Everyone, if someone's hold on, let's give uh, everyone a moment yeah. to chime in. What is Maude's butt <laughs> compared to Marge's butt? <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> These are the questions. <laughs> um, no, but that, so, I mean, he, you know, he looks young that because they didn't intend on him actually being like 60. That's, you know, yeah. that's the joke. Or is he 50? Why am I, why am I forgetting how old Ned is? Um, I feel like he, no, wasn't, he got a senior citizen discount. Yeah. He's 60. Like yeah. He's 60. Thank you. Um, and so, I mean, I think it's just because he wasn't intended to actually be that old. So he does look younger. Uh, he's, you know, you got to think he's intended to be the same age as Homer and Marge who are in their thirties. We all have to accept that. Um, you know, I am technically as old as Homer. Um, I, what is he? 38. So I'm almost as old as Homer. <laughs> I, I am. as I am Homer's age right now. Unreal. I don't say dough enough. That's true. Step up I, your dough I, game. I Dope. There you go. That's good. You just got to work that into your everyday repertoire. <laughs> uh, why, you know, why does Homer hate Ned Flanders? Because he's so sexy and has a hot wife. Um, why is Ned Flanders so nice? Those all kind of tie together. They do. Uh, because he represses his rage. Yep. He's, he's it's the, it's a class. It's kind of like a really great archetype. Actually, yeah. not just from the, everyone has that person in their life that somehow does everything right. That we're like secretly like hate jealous of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to be that person in everyone else's life. Yeah. Like my goal is to be that. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, Brandon's very come, jealous of me. What so. comes right along with that is just you got to be being so dang nice. I know. You can't fault the guy. You know, Brandon and Ned have a lot in common, I will say. <laughs> uh, I, I can't imagine Brandon being, I can't imagine Brandon being angry about anything. Um, that's uh, I just every time I get angry, I just say, oh, coolie, oh, coolie. I know. I mean, I'm sure when Brandon leaves from hanging out with me, he's like a different person. Uh, <laughs> he has to keep the lie alive. Um, That's right. What's the next one, Brandon? Uh, what does Ned Flanders do? 
Well, uh, he was a pharmacist for a long time. He was in the pharmaceutical game. I didn't know that. Uh, so in, I just remember Leftorium. So when he quits his job to start the Leftorium, That's he says, right. I'm saying totally, he says like, I'm saying totally do or something <laughs> to the pharmaceutical game and I'm going to open a, you know, a store. So I want to know more about that version of Flanders. I guess yeah. we don't really ever see that, but he worked in pharmaceuticals. He, he was doing some real evil stuff. That's <laughs> why, that's why he has such a nice rumpus room. I mean, but, let's, yeah, let's be honest. He does have a very nice rumpus room. Um, <laughs> why is Ned Flanders so religious? Why, I, I read that like this. Why is Ned Flanders so religious? I mean, no offense to anyone, but why is anyone? Absolutely. I mean, some people are just, that's the way they're raised. Why are comic books popular? Yeah. <laughs> why comic books are popular. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I'm sure also the religion is tied to the repressed rage yeah, and yeah. so on. It's, you know, he wants to be the best version of himself. It's um, also, I mean, in, in so many ways, Ned Flanders is the counterpoint to Homer. It's like the opposite Homer and, you know, Homer's a heathen. Yeah. Ned Flanders has to be religious. It's yeah. just in every way. Homer's right-handed. Ned's left-handed. And when they, when they become friends, Ned can't stand Homer. So there's like, you know, I they're, they just, they're not so meant to be friends. That episode um, made me forever worried that I was breathing and whistling through my nose. I For the rest of my life, I was like, am I bothering people with my breathing? You know, I don't know if anyone's ever noticed this on the podcast, but um, <laughs> sometimes I do whistle a little bit uh, through the through the old nostril. And uh, I feel very seen uh, by that episode <laughs> because Homer can't help it. You know, some of us, we just, just breathe have breathe through your damn mouth. I know. So, well, sometimes when I'm filming something, I notice that I have like a little bit of a whistle. And I'm like, well, God, I'm glad I'm turning the sound off this video. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not bad, but sometimes I do, I do hear it. I even hear it in like, uh, at the end of a sentence on the, when I'm editing the podcast sometimes. So, uh, no one listened too closely for that in this one. All right. This <laughs> last, this last Flanders question. I love it. I was going to say. me kind of. How does Ned Flanders say yes? I would love to know how this question was Googled and what they do. Is someone out there confusing Ned with the yes guy? The guy that goes, yes. (laughs) That's all I can come up with. I can only come up with it. Maybe a a child was confused about who Ned is and thought that that was him. So there that's yeah. Is like, that makes me feel crazy. Is there a weird way that Ned says yes, that we, I mean, I'm forgetting. Is not that podcast I, brain? I, I would think that he says Oakley. I mean, I don't think he says anything. Maybe that's it. It's just Oakley. Oakley yeah. Maybe that's what they, to, they couldn't remember get... what he said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't instead know. of saying like, what's the weird phrase They're Just like, how does he say? Yes. Is there Oakley a Ned Oakley? moment that stands out to you? Like, from watching the show when you were younger, that is like the thing you think of when you think about Ned, because I have one. I do too. But I mean, it's what we just talked about. Ned Flanders tirade in hurricane Nettie. I used to have it memorized. I could do 80% of it. Save that for the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Mine is when Homer fakes his own death and he comes to the door and says, Marge, we just wanted to give you our condiddly don don dolences or whatever he said. I can't say it correctly, but that is like one of my fell out of my chair. That's that. one of my earliest memories of the show that I like. And this is one of a few 
that I distinctly remember running to the kitchen and trying to repeat the joke to my mom <laughs> and her just not adorable. thinking it's funny. I'm like, mom. And he like, you know, Ned like talks funny and he like comes to the door and he thinks Homer's dead. And he's like, condiddly dolences or whatever. And she's like, yeah, Warren, that's very funny. Like that's, that's great. That's so that, that good. one's burned you into done my your mind. homework. It's burned into my mind. <laughs> um, it's good. I, I real quick talking about moms in the Simpsons. Yes. My uh, my mom and I used to watch The Simpsons, even though now she denies it. She's kind of revisionist history. It for some, some people reason. do that. But we used to watch The Simpsons. And I remember specifically one particular joke as a kid that my mom started dying laughing at. And I totally did not get until I was like 25 and was rewatching the episode. And it is a trias of horror. It's King Homer. And it is... um. It is Mr. Burns is trying to, you know, he's hired Marge. He's like, what do you think, Smithers? And Smithers says, you know what I think. Women and semen shouldn't mix. And my mom lost it. And I remember being a kid and just being like, I specifically remember, like, I don't get this. I do not understand this. And then, like, being 25 and coming across that again and just lost my shit. It was really scary. Well, and this is, I always make a note of this delivery from Burns with that scene fucking kills me because he just moves on so quickly. He goes, we all know what you think. Young lady, I think you got, and he just like immediately just starts addressing Marge. And I think that is like so perfect. I think about that all the time also. Um, so the next one is very, uh, weird because it's Skinner and we get like no good questions for Skinner. And I'm very shocked by that. Oh yeah. Wow. We, We get, Skinner. Principal Skinner voice change. There's there's one of them in there. The real Seymour Skinner episode. Skinner age, Skinner meme, Principal and the Pauper, Principal Skinner pathetic. It's not even a question. <laughs> it's just, it's a statement. Principal Skinner pathetic. Principal Skinner voice actor, the Principal and the Pauper one worst episode. Um, I'm really shocked that there's not more questions about Wait, him. I have a question. Is Maybe I'm just not in t- as in touch with the Simpsons fans as I think. Is it? Do people think Principal and the Popper is the worst episode? People do not like it at all because they because they, technically it means he's not really Agnes's son. And oh, technically he's not the real sake. Skinner. And even though they like tie up the episode at the end and be like, we're just going to all forget about this and never speak On of it pain again. Of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even though they do that, some people just really hate that they toyed with the universe in that way because the show had spent years at that point making you know this character only to be like, Oh, he's not actually him. Yeah. And he's not even really Agnes's son, which I would imagine how the citizens of Springfield. I know (laughs) Well, this is what I will say. And and I don't hate that episode at all. I actually think it's quite funny. I love that episode. Um, I don't, I I think it's great, but I also do understand that because the dynamic between Agnes and Seymour is like, so uh, important to like the character, that is a pretty big bomb to drop on their relationship because she knows and he knows that they're not actually I don't know, it's just, it is strange i don't know i kind of love that like that they drop that bomb on those two because like we get to watch them deal with the whole thing you know and i love that like the only thing that they can help to do given this information is fall right back into their old thing you yeah. know because she's like he's like you didn't raise me and she's like the hell i didn't I you know. know and they just like Yes, mother. Just fall right back into it. I mean, it. I think that's I great, it. but I understand. I mean, come on. There's people There's people that hate that 
the characters don't age. I mean, there's people that are going to hate anything yeah. and everything. So you can't be too shy. I'm sure there's some people out there that were adopted that felt really seen by that episode. I'm sure they know? did. Yeah. Let's think about them for a little bit, guys. Yeah, that's right. Come on. Uh, so I tried to change the, the question to why does Seymour Skinner? And I just get, why does Seymour kill himself? <laughs> and why does the Skinner want Freebo? I don't know what oh, that means. Seymour Hoffman. That's somebody. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. Is that it? Is that what we're getting? Oh, I guess so. Well, that's... Seymour Hoffman didn't on purpose kill himself. That's... uh, Yeah, that's that's sad. Also, you know, something I want to point out, because this just occurred to me, I think, and I don't know why, I mean, this podcast brain, I kept saying Henry. Uh, It's Harry Shearer. I don't know why Henry is the word. You know, when you were saying Henry earlier, I was like, maybe I'm wrong. No, it's Harry. Um, and I, you know, it's podcast brain, everybody. Sometimes the wrong, it we, just we've up. already lost everyone. No well, one's listening now. You it's, can say whatever it's, we want. it's because I'll tell, I'll tell everyone why it's because you have Harry Shearer and then you have Hank Azaria and Hank is short for Henry. Wait, Hank is short for Hank Henry? is Hank is short for Henry. That's like a Bob Robert. Thing. Granted, he never goes by Henry Azaria, no but idea. I'd be willing to bet his birth name is Henry. And I'm going to look it up right now. I had no idea that Hank was short for, I mean, Henry's pretty short. You're only cutting one letter off. If you know anyone out there named Hank, I'd be willing to bet. It is. Look at that. Henry Henry Albert Azaria. So sometimes when I'm thinking about Hank Azaria and Harry Shearer, I say Henry. So I just, you know, if you, if you didn't already turn the podcast off earlier, everybody, that's why I said, that's that's why I said that. I know who he is. I love Harry Shearer, even though he's a grumpy asshole. The only people left are those that fell asleep listening to this that's, podcast. That's true. But so, you know, if you if you made it this far and you're already <laughs> typing up your comment being like, this guy doesn't even know about The Simpsons, it's just a podcast brain, guys. <laughs> Come on. Cut me some slack here. I know I know their names, okay? You've all heard the quiz episodes. Um so yeah, <laughs> nothing better than me, nothing actually. good, nothing good for him. So we're gonna move on to Mr. Mr. Burns. Burns. And I have a feeling. Why does Mr. Burns? Oh, here we go again. Why does he sound different, guys? It's it's because Harry has done the voice. Harry, not Henry, has done the voice for a very long time. Uh, And that's why. So we're not even going to spend any time on that. What's the next one, Brandon? Why does Mr. Burns never remember Homer? Because it's hilarious. Because it's funny (laughs) as hell. That, That is the answer. Because it's funny as shit. Uh, and it makes Homer so mad. And that's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, well, it's because he's a feeble, it's because he's like supposed to be a feeble old man with too much money. Yeah. yeah. And so he doesn't, he just doesn't remember certain things. It's just funny. I think it's also like he, he has so much power that like, you know, somebody like Homer is just so outside of his circle. It's like a peon to him. Why, why remember his name? And I also, Oaf in sector seven G. And I also feel like originally it was meant to imply that he doesn't remember anyone yeah. really or barely remembers anyone. But then they realized how funny it was that he mostly just forgot Homer. I mean, look at who shot Mr. Burns. He's like, <laughs> they just really oh, hey, Lenny. Hey, night. Carl. Like he's just like talking to everyone else. Um, that's just a great joke. Um, why does Mr. Burns say ahoy hoy? <laughs> I just think this is like kind of the that Conan O'Brien influence where it's like, just really old timey things. That's so funny, good. You know, so hoy hoy. Good. There, I don't know the reason, but I love it so much. Um, why does Mr. Burns forget Homer once again? Um, cause it's funny. 
man, someone someone searched his his birth name over here. Why, <laughs> Why does, does Montgomery, Montgomery Burns, Burns sound different? <laughs> Why is Mr. Burns' voice different? You know, I don't I know that you all listening are not the people who submitted these questions. Yeah. Um, but good God, if you have a friend who asks these kind of questions, set them straight. Just find new friends. Just, you know, or, I mean, find new friends. Find new friends. Uh, or if you're desperate for friends, try to set them straight. <laughs> uh, if your circle is small, try to set them straight. Uh, people people get old. I mean, good God. That's like asking why. <laughs> That's like being like, why don't I sound the same as I did when I was a child? And well, because <laughs> your voice changes as you grow. Uh, I like these, puberty, and then I like these next three. If you read them all together, run them off. Why is Mister Burns evil? Why is Mister Burns so weak? Why is Mister Burns so evil? Again, <laughs> <laughs> evil, weak, evil. Yeah. I, I mean, my favorite Mister Burns bit is how weak he is. I like love it, him yeah. going to dry his hands under the blow dryer, and his hands just flopping up like a wet, like <laughs> napkin. Is the funniest shit on earth to me. So, um, again, you got to think the answer is just give you the beating of a lifetime. (laughs) Uh, If you care that much, we'll just give him the scholarship. Smithers Uh, dispose of the corpse. Send his wife a corsage. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What a perfect character, Mister Burns is incredible. But no, no great questions for him. Man, Google, you're letting me down here. This is one that I'm positive has. I mean, luckily we've already talked for a fucking hour, so we're. You know, we it's okay that not everyone has a ton of questions, but um, oh, yes. Okay, so we you know, originally I was gonna talk about Chief Wiggum a little bit and I ended up taking him off the list, but this question also triggers a Chief Wiggum question. So we'll just we'll just talk about that also. Why does Chief Wiggum have blue hair? Uh why does Marge have blue? I mean, we don't know. It's just a. I think that it's a hair color in Springfield. Apparently, if I were to guess. I think that the reason because you originally searched why does Ralph Wiggum, and then the question that came up is why does Chief Wiggum have blue hair? I think this is tied to that conspiracy that Ralph isn't Chief Wiggum's son. And like you could be right. Google's like putting those those sorts of searches together and throwing that out because the thing that people always call out is the hair color. Yeah, as evidence that he's not. However. He does have blue hair in the future. Oh, yeah, he does. So I would like to say, I mean, not in every future episode, but in in the one where he is a cloned policeman, he is his hair is blue. So I, I'm just going to put that conspiracy theory to bed, although I do admit he does look like like Eddie, uh, his chief Wiggum son. I mean, he's too dumb not to be. There's some these are the Ralph Wiggum questions are wildly specific. Read the next one. Wildly specific. Ralph Wiggum, why does everyone run? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's just getting at a meme there. (laughs) Yeah, that's, um, I mean, I don't really understand the nature of that question. (laughs) You looking it up? Yeah, I'm going to. You all can hear me. So, so yeah, everyone just listen to us type on the computer here. Um, That's so weird. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it, yeah. There's, a, I got a little video. Run from me. <laughs> Why do people run from me? I don't know, um, other than the fact that he is a little weirdo. Yeah, he's just, a, he's just, you know, I, I've felt like Ralph Wiggum. We all have. You know, I'd be willing to bet that a large percentage 
of uh, people that I know have at one point felt like Ralph Wiggum. You just feel like I'm a- sure many of you in your car or at home or in your headphones have, <laughs> have felt like Ralph at, at yeah. times. You know, you feel like, like you're behind the curve a little bit. Yeah. You feel like a weirdo. You know, we're not, ain't none of us perfect. Like everyone's know? talking about something that you don't understand. Yeah. You know, that's, it's just. And you, somebody bent your Wookiee. <laughs> it's just part of life. You know, we all got to feel like Ralph once in a while. It's true. Um, so the next one is what episode does Ralph Wiggum say I'm in danger? Uh, and I unfortunately know the answer, but I wish I didn't. Uh, and it is, it's not even a Simpsons episode at all. It's the, the family guy episode What with the Simpsons in it called the Simpsons guy that I've said multiple times on the show. I will never, you know, I will never watch. I've um, never seen it. yeah. And you're not missing out. I or, didn't or, even or, or have did I, Simpsons I'm going to be honest with everyone. This is not even just podcast brain. I truly can't remember if I've actually seen it or <laughs> I don't believe that I have. And I feel like on this show, I've said that I haven't seen it, but now I'm second guessing that. It's like, did I, did I watch it just to like get it out of the way? I don't know, but that's where when he says was it. That? I must've been like in a hole somewhere. It's been a few years. I mean, I think we all just want to forget, yeah. you know, I, and, and maybe, you know, maybe you've just blocked it out. I, and I respect that. To that. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, no offense to any family guy fans that listen to this. However, write in and tell us why <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I think it's a less, it is a less funny Simpsons. Yeah. But it's the Simpsons without any kind of heart. It's a mean spirited Simpsons it's uh, so with, with dumber looking characters and less funny jokes. Yeah. Um, but we'll leave it at that. I don't want to alienate any Family Guy fans, but I mean, you know, I just gotta, I gotta speak my truth. Yeah, you know, I have to speak my truth. Um, how does Ralph feel about killing the pig? Does, that that yeah. is not about Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> Why does Ralph betray Piggy? This is talking about uh, oh, Lord of the Flies. A, oh yeah, it's just right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just Ralph, not Ralph Wiggum. Why does Jack hate Ralph? <laughs> Man, no one is googling stuff about Ralph Wiggum. I mean, I guess that's cool. I guess so. no one's no one's interested. Um, okay, right, let's move. Oh, I'm excited about the next. Uh, one. Me too. All right, it's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, ever. same here. And that is none other than Mo, Mo Sizlak. Um, is that how you spell his name? Why does Mo? Oh, spelling oh. it wrong. Oh, the autocomplete's doing a weird thing. Why does Mo Sizlak? Well, I guess we have nothing for Mo. That's so weird. <laughs> no, oh, we get uh, nothing. If you do just Mo, you get why does Mo call Marge Midge? Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. There we go. You know, you try to get more specific and it doesn't work. Yeah, it's so strange. Why is that? I mean, does the internet not know his last name? I guess most people are not Googling his last name. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sort of checks out. Um, probably because people don't can't figure out how to spell it. I guess I guess that's true. We could also maybe do like why does Mo? We don't even have to. We got co- plenty of questions here. Oh yeah, we got several. We, these work. Uh, why does Mo call Marge Mitch? Um, because it's short for Marge. Yeah, because it's short for. No, it's not necessarily short for Marge. No, it's just a different. Isn't way Isn't there say like Marge. an actual reason? I know, like I feel like actually you and I googled this. I feel like before. we figured it out once. Um, Marge. you know, there's that podcast brain. I know yeah. you guys all love us going through the motions about what, whether or not we talked about <laughs> something before. Uh, but that's, you know, that's, that's why you're here. That's why you're our people. Um, 
So that Brandon's going to look that up. Uh, what, who is having like a false memory? I can't find it. Uh, Let's move on. Someone, you know, everyone, everyone, uh, say it if you know it real quick. Everyone says it's just short for March. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, why does Mo Green's voice change? I don't know who Mo Green is. Um, Mo Green, no clue. Uh, why does Mo say Midge? Lots of people want to know that. Why does Mo have eggs in a jar? Now, this I really like uh, because I mean it's a thing people actually eat. Pickled you know? eggs. People eat pickled eggs, people and eat um, pickled eggs. I have never eaten one, I've and I I don't think I ever will. But some people love them. I'm sure. I have a, a sister in law that is she's all about her pickled eggs. Well, tell me. So is it is it like a, a traditional like what what is the brine profile like what is the I don't have a clue I do know that it is a traditional thing okay. for her she does it around I think Thanksgiving okay there's like a there's like a holiday tied to the pickled egg okay sort of thing so yeah I don't know I do love that um you know the of course this is all a reference to Homer versus the city of New York where he loses his car because. Barney gets the black egg and has to be sober for a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is just a just a great thing. That's great. And I remember like having a visceral reaction to a black pickled egg. Ugh. Like, ugh. I mean, <laughs> you, you have to assume that the joke about the the pickled eggs is that's either a traditional bar food, or it's something that the writers thought a weirdo like Mo would have as a bar food. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is, there has to be like some, I mean, clearly they just think it's funny, but I wonder if it is like traditionally something that used to be common in bars. I think maybe, of course for me, it's always like it's peanuts or something like sure. that. But I think a pickled egg is just funnier. It is definitely funnier. And you know, I don't remember the first time we see that, but there's also that great joke in Trials of Horror, where Mo is in the pickle jar with the eggs. Like, that's how they kill him. Let's see. Wikipedia says the pickled eggs are typically hard-boiled eggs that are cured in vinegar or brine. Okay. It was originally done just to preserve the food so it could be eaten months later. Ugh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, guys, there's better things to pickle. I love pickled anything. Like, yeah. give me some pickled okra. Pickled onions. Pickled onions. Pickled, pi- pickled cucumbers, better known as a pickle. Um... Give me anything pickled, but why an egg? Oh, my God. Started in Germany. Pickled eggs were commonly made and eaten. German immigrants took this practice with them when they moved to the New World. I mean, what is Moe's ethnicity? Uh, I guess, you know. What is, I mean, Sislak? I have no clue what that would be. Look it up, Brandon. This is is what we're doing. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it's maybe maybe one of the writers went to a bar once and they had pickled eggs. And they're like, that's funny. We should make Moe do that. Uh, He has a Dutch heritage. Okay. Yeah, which he revealed in Mar- Bart Mangled Banner. Oh, okay. So I should have known that. There you go. Who is Mo Green? Why? <laughs> why was Mo Green killed? That is like Mo Green is the other Mo that the internet knows about. Um, maybe that's uh, a, if it's a if it's dark. Oh, Mo Green is one of the characters in The Godfather. Oh, right. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I've seen. I haven't watched The Godfather in a very long time. It's not fresh on the brain there. Um, there you go. Um, why is Moe's temporarily closed? Like, what What are these questions? <laughs> um, why did Moe's get rid of pork? Oh, this is um, the the Moe's, um, the, the Mexican restaurant chain. Oh, yeah. what happened with that? 
I don't know. These are just all related to it, I suppose. Here's here's a tangent I will go on uh, before we go into the next uh, character. Um, anyone listening, this is like a long time debate that I have with uh, some friends of mine. Um, and I'm not going to say that I think Chipotle is like top tier food or anything. It's, you know, it's a fast food Tex-Mex place. But if you think Moe's is better than Chipotle. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Yeah, you're out of your mind. Like, who, your mind. who has convinced any of you? You know people that think them. I do. Really? Some of my best friends. Two yeah. of my best friends who I will not name. They know who they have are. Have argued with, they know who they are. They have argued <laughs> with me for for almost a decade about what is better. And well, uh, What's their argument? They, they just think that it's better. Just, just, they just better. I, no I, I believe truly, and I mean this, I, I will say this from my heart, everyone. Moe's is the least seasoned food that I've ever had in a restaurant. They just like the apathetic, uh, almost host- hostility that the workers have when you walk in. And they're yeah. like, welcome to Moe's. I, you know, I feel like I just did an advertisement that was not an advertisement. No, Moe's, uh, <laughs> terrible. Now, granted, I'm not the target audience. Uh, they, I mean, they, you know, I'm vegan. A lot of you know that. But they do have options for me. But, you know. Chipotle does have really great. Chipotle like, is better. And, and what I will say is Moe's clearly was designed on the business model of put cheese and sour cream on something and it'll be good. And if you don't <laughs> eat that, it tastes bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there is no seasoning on any of the food. Uh, the tofu tastes like your grandmother made it for you out of pity uh, for the first time and doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> um, it's bad, everyone. So if if you are... Uh, a fan of Moe's, turn off the podcast. Just man, between that and you getting the Hank Azaria, or not, it wasn't Hank. <laughs> yeah, I, I was calling Henry Harry, or I was calling Harry, Harry Henry, Henry. Uh, because of Hank Azaria. I was getting a little, a little twisted up there. We're getting all twisted today. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, why is Moe's so expensive? Good question. Uh, we're talking about the restaurant still because it sucks. Uh, and <laughs> and then Mo Bamba. Why, why does Mo Bamba have a song? Have a song? <laughs> is the, the final question. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. That's That's, good. That's pretty good. All right. We're moving on. And I'm curious what this is going to find because Barney is such a. Oh, Barney. Why does Barney grumble? Okay. We we get some. All right. (laughs) Although these are more what does type questions, but why does Barney grumble do for a living? Um. Uh, he has a snowplow business. <laughs> and he's also a indie filmmaker. Oh, yeah. He's a real auteur. And he's taken several uh, several years of dance lessons, as we learn. Um, <laughs> what did he say? Like three years of modern, six years of tap or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he's he's. I, I am curious what his like actual profession is most of Does the time. Does he have like, one? I, get, I mean... I guess he has to have Sucking some sort of out of the love tester. Oh, I guess that's what he does. <laughs> that's what he does for a living. Uh, why does Barney grumble work? Uh, th- these are, I guess does, these are more does questions. Yeah, does Barney grumble have a job? Uh, grumble. Why? Gumble. Wait, what? Isn't it a gumble? No, it's grumble. Is it really? Barney gumble is from the Flintstones. Oh yeah. Or is duh. that Barney Rub- rubble? Rubble. It's Barney rubble. Who's Barney, Barney gumble. It is Barney Gumble. There's no R in there. Oh, damn it. You fool. I'm an idiot. Man, 
I just, I, the pod, this is the last episode. This is it, man. I'm just not in my brain. You know, I'm used to Brandon with the 80%, but I'm like 60% today. Uh, Which is making my 80% look real. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to say Grumble has to be, oh, Grumble is the other character from, he's the guy that looks like, um, he, he's like the, the ice skating character that looks like the Grinch. That's the Grumble. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like my computer autocorrected because I like looked it up to make sure. That's so weird. Whatever you got to tell you. Yeah, yourself. man. Um, <laughs> why does Barney Gumble have a job? Uh, why is he still an alcoholic? Well, I mean, that's because he's he has a, a problem. No, the, well, the answer is because he was given that um, non-alcoholic champagne. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just it just sent him down. It was same same thing for the next question. Why does Barney Gumble start drinking again? Um, because. He was giving <laughs> alcoholic champagne. I like the next one. Just Barney Gumble before alcohol. Um, that's great. I mean, people forget he goes several seasons without drinking. Like there's like a very long, like several season arc of him not drinking. Is there really? Yes. I didn't know um, about this. See, Brandon, this is why you got to get you got to get gotta, caught up, bro. Caught up. Uh, but he, yeah, I mean, he saves the kids in a helicopter from a from a mountain what? while he's not while he's sober. You can always tell the seasons where he's sober because he has cleaned up, his hair is like combed, and he's drinking coffee in the bar. Oh, and this so goes he on still for hangs this, out in the bar, but he's yeah. drinking coffee. I mean, he becomes an alcoholic again eventually, but for yeah, a yeah. while there, he's like clean. He's cleaned up. I think it's like oh. maybe two or three seasons, maybe less, maybe cool. more. I can't remember, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. I like that they give him that that opportunity. Um, I, then, I also like uh, the Barney Gumble before alcohol. There's like that flashback memory in an episode of Barney having his first drink. Oh yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. he's hanging out with Homer and he's like, we got it. We've got to study for this ATs tomorrow, you know? <laughs> and then he has one drink and it does that weird, like uh fade into like him being normal upstanding citizen to just like a complete mess. I know it's so good. And he's like, Argh. I love that. Most people just Google Reddit instead of just going to Reddit. I also find that I, very funny. I actually, I'm, I do that. Oh, come on, Brandon. It's it's the it's the Reddit search I mean, is so bad. Maybe for DuckDuckGo that is beneficial, <laughs> but Google, you know, you can just. Uh, why does Barney Gumble burps? Uh, why does Barney Gumble relapse? Drop. He burps because why do we all burp? I mean, that's, well, that's what he's we got. also. I mean, drinking a lot of beer. You know, I know he is. We have two more, Brandon. Two more. Two more. This has been this has been fun, even though. These don't always trigger lots of searches. I just like the conversation that yeah, these lead yeah. to. And I also, I love that the crusty one, which is where we started, was like the most content. <laughs> like, there was so many this more. Next two, these next two I'm really excited about just because I know I've said it before. I'm such a Phil Harmon fan. Oh, absolutely. You every know, I had one, to put them both on here. Every one of the Phil Harmon characters is just wonderful. Um. Well, okay. Break oh. my heart with this first question. Why <laughs> did Troy McClure leave The Simpsons? Well... Uh, because we lost one of the funniest people in history. Rest uh, in peace. It's it's so sad. Um, I mean, we don't we won't get into all that. You all know the story. He was killed by his wife. Um, very very sad. Some of the most um, one of the things that I remember. I mean, next to like Chris Farley and a few other people, one of the deaths that impacted me the most as a kid because I was obsessed with The Simpsons. I was obsessed with Saturday Night Live. I just loved everything that he did. Yeah. Um, I'm and so, pretty sure his sorry. death is like, I mean, I was talking to Lindsay about this the other day. Like death is kind of like the last Santa Claus that you find out isn't real. You know, like mm-hmm. we're all going to die. That's a real bummer. And I think that 
him, Phil Hartman passing away and seeing that, I remember watching it on the news with my mom in the morning before school. And that was me learning that death was even possible. Yeah. Like through that. It was really shocking. Some really shocking stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. It is um, sad. He was so great. I it, just, it's, can you imagine all of the great Phil Hartman stuff we would have now? Like, I imagine he would have had like a late life, like dramatic role turn. I want to say know, we been talked in a about Martin that. Scorsese film. I want to say we talked about that on this podcast once. Like, I truly believe that he would have, he would be doing in this, in a similar way to like Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, for Bob Odenkirk, I feel like he would have had, he would have done something really incredible. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we learn or what's come to be true is that a lot of comedic actors end up being incredible actors uh, beyond comedy and almost, you know, sh- really shining. And I think he would have had a similar yeah. thing happen to him. And what a so, great voice. Oh, my what God. What a great voice. I mean, on, on SNL, they called him the glue. Yeah. I think I've said that on here before. <laughs> it's because they knew he would fix any scene. He would make any scene funny. Um, what happened to Troy McClure? Well, technically yeah. nothing. They never kill him off or anything. He just, just uh, disappears. He just doesn't. And I mean, there's no way they could have done that. I really like this next one. It's good. This next one's really good. What do you got? What did Troy McClure do with fish? He, uh, it's not, I don't know that it's ever confirmed that he did anything with the fish. He just had a desire to be romantically involved with a fish in a physical way. He, yeah. I I love my favorite joke on that is the mobsters being like, wait, I thought you said Troy McClure sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I mean, this is a great joke because it never pays off and no one ever understands it. You like halfway expect them to. For the joke to come together at the end and you'd be like, oh, that's what they mean. Oh, my God. But they just leave it up to interpretation. Just, just hang in there. Um. It's so, I mean, this, this episode and the next question is very similar. What is Troy McClure's romantic abnormality? (laughs) I love that phrasing. (laughs) So good. We don't, we don't know. However, this, this whole like issue with him leads to one of my favorite jokes, which is when, when they ask if he's gay and he's like, gay, I wish. I wish. (laughs) No, what I have is a romantic abnormality. abnormality. (laughs) Uh, Abnormality. it's, It's so good. I mean. This episode that, that that is from rules his relationship with with uh, Patty rules or Selma I'm sorry rules and you know this is it's a great arc for this character and you got to think there would have been so many more yeah like they had just begun to really like use him and Lionel to like their best yeah when we lost him. they so were it's, moving it's i mean they kind of moved from glue characters that were just in the background yeah they, you know they were kind of like little bumpers on tv and popping in here and there and they were like pushing them into the forefront as truly like you know from c-class characters to b-class characters so good it's so good um why does with lionel hutz does a weird thing so i guess we can Hmm. Just putting Lionel Hudson on its own had some interesting ones. Let's see what we got. Um, Lionel <laughs> hunts no money down. Oh no, I guess not. It's <laughs> Lionel Hutt's never ending story. I love that we get <laughs> so much for Troy, but not enough for Lionel Hutz. I mean, we get the set, you know, uh, why do lions hate hyenas? What the hell? Um, what happened because. to Lionel Hutz? You know, that's the only real question. 
here. What if we do Simpsons Lionel Hutz? You know, this is we're leaving all this in the podcast. You guys, this this finds nothing. So there we go. That's our very uneventful. Wow. Ending. We get nothing. Um, I mean, I, I feel like we need to say something about Lionel. I Hutz. mean, what I will say about him uh, is that he is. I, I've been asked before. Like what my favorite like non Simpsons family character is, and he's like always near the top of my list. I truly believe that he is like one of the funniest. He they um, give him so many great jokes. He's better than Troy McClure. I would take him over Troy McClure any day. Um, even oh, just I the, don't know about that. Oh come on, man! Think about the Miguel Sanchez thing. Like, <laughs> the, wait, this, this isn't, isn't the YMCA. YMCA. <laughs> like, don't touch my stuff. Like, all of that is like so incredible. Um, you know, I, I, I watched Matlock in a bar last night. There was no sound, but I think I got the gist of it. Like <laughs> everything he says is funny. The first time you meet his character, um, you hear an alarm and he's like, Oh, Oh, miss that one. You know, he's just, he's so perfect. Um, and he is like, he is my ideal version of, of like that sort of character. Troy is great, but he's more one note than Lionel. I just feel like Lionel is such a disaster. Yeah. And I like that in a character, especially on The Simpsons. So I, I just, I'm Team Lionel. For I, sure. never, I never realized, but Lionel Hutz is kind of like the lawyer version of Dr. Nick Riviera. He is. You know, it's yeah. like this like ambulance chasing sort of, you know, like in it for the money. Yeah. Uh, character. I mean, he, re- and, and when we first meet him, he's actually like sort of competent. Like he was going to get The Simpsons a bunch of money. Oh, like, yeah. like that yeah, was gonna right. like he, and so we just kind of watch him like regress into, into nothing by, by, you know, by the time we see his character for the last time, he just becomes this, like, you know, he can't do anything like, and they even make a joke in one episode where they're like, we really got to stop hiring him. Like, <laughs> it, it's just so he's, he's terrible. He's great. We love him. Uh, but apparently no one Googles questions about him. Yeah, <laughs> so, so that, that unfortunately is where we leave off, Brendan. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, before we completely get off Lionel yeah. Hutz, I'm, I'm, I've been cruising the Wikipedia on him. Um, there's an interesting thing about the creation. Phil Hartman first suggested, was first suggested for the role of Lionel Hutz, but Simpson. Oh, wait, that's not what I thought it said. That's not interesting at all. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, what does it say, Brandon? <laughs> now we all just want to know. I know. Well, I thought that it said that Phil Hartman had a hand in coming up with the role, oh, but he did not. He okay. was just suggested for the role. Well, we I will say that this is an interesting detail, and I, I don't know how, if anyone's really thought about this, and maybe I'm making this up in my own brain, but it's funny to me how Lionel and Troy both kind of resemble Phil in a way. Like, yeah. Troy kind of looks like a caricatured version of Phil, and Lionel sort of just looks like a Simpsonized version of Phil. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's interesting too. That's Apparently, funny. they played with the idea of recasting. Um, after Hartman died, they were going to get Harry Shearer to do the voice of oh, Lionel whoa. Hutz and of Troy McClure. I did not know that. That's interesting. Um, but then they ultimately decided to just retire the retire the two characters, yeah. along with Hartman's other recurring. Well, those were kind of his two characters, but he also Hartman did several voices throughout yeah, yeah, yeah. the way that were. Just completely. He would do one-offs. like some random one-offs, which were really funny always. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I enjoy this, and I and I this will not be the last time we do this because um, hopefully uh, people Google more questions about some of the other people we pick. But I, I think that it's interesting to see like 
Cause most of them are like, they're kind of obvious, yeah. but sometimes they're not. And, and it's interesting to kind of pick those apart. So it I is. like that. Do you know, okay, pop quiz. Yeah. What was, this the is la- not a trivia episode. Brandon. What was the last episode to feature Lionel Hutz in a speaking role? Um, if I'm not mistaken, it is, um, uh, reality bites. Or real realty bites. Yeah, I'm sorry, realty, realty bites, I'm which is one of my favorite episodes. That episode's really, really great. So that's, I mean, that's on a list for a deep dive eventually. Also, that is, um, that's again, it goes back to what we're saying. That's like when we start seeing these characters come out into the world of Springfield yeah. more. Um, I mean, Marge literally works for him. Like yeah. he's 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 so bad at being a lawyer that he becomes <laughs> a re a, you know a realtor. So it's also a good. Good Gill episode. Oh, it's we a get great some, get Gil good Gill moments in there. Is that the beginning of Gill? I believe it's a pretty early Gill. It could be the first Gill. Um, it's wild. I don't think it is, but it could be. Um, somebody's screaming that that it is or isn't. But <laughs> I do think that Gill sort of became. It is the first appearance of Gill Gunderson. Amazing. Gill sort of became like the character. For Lionel, in a way, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a lot of the episodes that become about Gil later would have been about Lionel if Phil were still alive. Um, it, because no one other than maybe Moe or Skinner was more pathetic than Lionel. Like, everything went wrong for him. And that kind of becomes Gil yeah. once we lose Lionel. So that's that's an interesting thing. Um, well, Brandon, we did it, man. We recorded two episodes in person. We did. We recorded two episodes you know, like a week or two apart, but we did it. I'm just happy we recorded two episodes. Me too, man. I'm happy that we recorded for all of you, but I'm also, it's just nice to sit here with my friend in person and not have like the lag of a zoom call. Yeah. It's nice. Um, and what's nice is we get to hang out after. I know Brent, we're going to go get some dinner. We're going to like go fuck around and do whatever we want. It's going to be great. The world is our oyster, Brandon. We can do whatever we want today. Uh, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, I hope your Florida trip has been great, Brandon. Uh, you know, I've enjoyed the times that I've gotten to see you, even the times we didn't record. And uh, I hope you get home safely on yeah, your trip I back to it. Kansas City. We'll be back on Zoom before you know it. Amazing. Yeah, don't, yeah, I don't want anyone thinking that we're, this is like the only way we record now. Unfortunately, I wish it was. Yeah, I do. But, um, you know, we got to do it a couple times, had a good time doing it. And uh, now we're going to sign off. So as for all of you, If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at simpsonsisgreat at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, consider leaving me a review on Apple or anywhere that accepts reviews. Go leave us a review. It helps everyone see the show. I can't stress that enough. You can follow the official Instagram account at simpsonsisgreaterthan. You can follow Brandon at the Withra and see all his fantastic bird photos. You can see one of the, all the 76 uh, different birds that he saw while he was here. Uh, If you're curious about me or my Simpsons collection, just search for Bard of Darkness on Instagram or threads or Google. And after you see the episode titled the same thing, you'll probably see me and we'll see everybody real soon.